ready to live your best life, be stronger, and fall in love with yourself? It's possible, and it's inside you, but you need to unlock the power within. Welcome to Fearlessly Authentic with Jody Harrison Bauer. Jody used to be afraid to take risks. It took some stepping out of her comfort zone to get her there. Along with her guests and their stories, Jody will help you to live your best life ever. Now, here's your host, Jody Harrison Bauer. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Fearlessly Authentic. I am your host, Jody Harrison Bauer, and it is such a pleasure to be with you today. If you are a first time listener, welcome to the show. It is on this show that we aim to educate, empower you with that education entertain you a little bit. I always hope to be a little entertaining myself. Who knows? I'm probably the only one who's being entertained by me um, and inspire you to go live a fearlessly authentic life. Because in my opinion, why are we on this earth if we are not living in our truth, if we are not being our most fearlessly authentic person? And for so many years, I did not live as a fearlessly authentic person. And it's not always easy to do that. That is the goal. The big goal is at the end of the day, you know, when you're put to rest for me, I want to be known that I was fearlessly authentic, that I took risks on myself and that I was authentic in the things that I spoke about. And I might've spoken about this before, but, you know, a lot of people call me out on, being fearlessly authentic and not like in a bad way, but say, you know, well, if you're really being fearlessly authentic, Jody, and I really started thinking about that because I thought, well, what am I not being fearless and authentic about? And being authentic does not authentic, genuine, um, truthful, standing in your power, walking into your power and your truth doesn't necessarily mean that you share every intimate detail about yourself. And there are a lot of people on social media who do share a lot of intimate details. And I'm when I say intimate, I don't mean sexual. I just it could be sexual, um, but they they choose to share every iota, every detail in your life. And I wasn't brought up like that, and i'm I'm still not like that. I'm a pretty private person, but I want to share the things that I feel that you can learn um, about from me, from my life experiences, because up until I was in my early 40s, I was still trying to please everyone around me. And in trying to please everyone around me, I was not living in my truth, because when we're trying to please everyone, we end up being the only ones that aren't happy. And Uh, The prior guest that I had on my show last week, Gabrielle Stone, you need to go read her book and listen to the show, Um, Eat, Pray, Hashtag FML, is a story about understanding herself, going through heartbreak and the journey of loss and finding herself, falling in love with herself again and standing in her power and realizing how fearless she was. And that is part of problem, part of the problem of a lot of women that they want to make everybody else happy. And Gabrielle Gabrielle and I talked about that last week, that she stopped caring about disappointing other people because when she disappointed other people, um, she she was happier. So she chose to disappoint others 
to make herself happy because when she wasn't disappointing other people, then she was sad herself. She was disappointed in herself. So I thought that was a really good point in trying to please other people and feeling like you don't want to disappoint them. But when you are doing that, when you're choosing to not disappoint other people, you're not choosing you to be the happy person. And then you're not living in your power and a thought comes to mind as I'm talking about this was it was soon, maybe a, a few years after I got divorced. I got divorced at 42. I was married for 17 years and I have I have two daughters. They're now 30 and 33. My youngest just turned 30 last week. And um, when it was a couple of years after my divorce, so my oldest daughter was about 15 or 16. And, you know, anybody listening out there who has a daughter who's 15, or as close as 14 is going to be 15, it's coming because 15 years old is the worst age ever in a girl. I can't speak about boys because I never had a boy. And I've heard boys aren't as quote unquote bad, but uh, a 14, 15 year old girl is the worst. And I remember her getting very upset with me because I punished her and grounded her for the weekend for something that she did. She lied to me about something where she was and you know, we didn't really, we had cell phones, but they weren't like they are now. And I remember getting so upset. Oh, I'm embarrassed to share this, but I got so upset and I had the cordless phone in my hand and I threw it across the room. It hit the wall, left like a little hole in the wall. I walked into her room and she said to me, you know, my friends used to think that you were really cool. And I'm like, I don't care what your friends say. And that was the first time I never cared that her friends thought I was cool. Yes, I thought it was fun that they did, but I didn't give a shit anymore if her friends thought I was cool. Like that was the old Jody. That was the Jody trying to please everybody. And I remember, I, I remember like it was yesterday, and this is almost 20 years ago, and thinking, I just stood in my power. I just, this is when I became. Jody, the new Jody that my daughters had to understand who I was, um, because I would always play the good cop in the marriage when I was married to their dad. So that is the long version of why I named the show Fearlessly Authentic, because we're wasting our time when we're trying to please other people and we're not standing in our truth. We're not being our authentic selves. And it, life goes by too short, too fast. Life is too short and it goes by too fast. And if we're not living our authentic lives, we're not going to be happy. I'm going to tell you right now, take a look at the life that you're living and what you're doing for a living and the relationships that you're in. And if they're not fulfilling you, if they're not making you happy, get rid of them, move on, change where you live, change your job. I know it can't happen overnight, but think about what I'm saying because your happiness is everything and everything else falls from that. So if you're unhappy, you're going to be in relationships with toxic people. You're going to be looking for things that you don't really need because the only person who can make you happy is yourself. And I'm going to get into that today. Um, but I first wanted to remind you to please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Please, please share it with your friends. We have a five-star rating. Uh, we're also on YouTube at Jody Harrison Bauer, and you can find me on all all social media 
platforms at Jody Harrison Bauer. So rate, review, and subscribe to Fearlessly Authentic. I love hearing from you. Please send me your questions and keep sharing this because I am just so excited about the content that we, we get to create on the show. It's just um it's a beautiful thing to me. So thank you for joining today. I'm fearlessly authentic. I also wanted to talk to you about being as authentic as I, I am, is that one of the things that I didn't share for the longest time is that I had hair extensions. And I had hair extensions because my hair wouldn't grow anymore because in my mid-40s, my hormones were changing and my hair wasn't growing. And I always had short hair. And fast forward to wearing extensions in my hair and ruining my hair after wearing them for like 20 years, um, my daughters introduced me to a product from WellBell. And WellBell is science-backed, created by Dr. Dan. And what it is, is it's a hair supplement, but it also is good for your skin and nails. So let me read you a little bit about WellBell. As I mentioned, it's science-backed and it's created by Dr. Dan. Many hair supplements have large doses of biotin. Too much biotin can lead to breakouts, rashes, and acne. So a lot of people talk about biotin, but if you take too much, this is what's going to happen. Glam Lab only has 500 MCG of biotin compared to 2,500 to 10,000 MCG and other supplements. Glam Lab also provides the proper amount of essential vitamins, minerals, phytonutrients to equally help support healthy hair, skin, and nails. And if you subscribe, the subscription helps, saves you 15%. So you don't even have to think about it. It's what I do. It comes every single month and I'm going to give you a link and um, my code to get this. Glam Lab is suitable for most women 18 years and older who are not pregnant or breastfeeding. Consult with your physician is always an important idea. Glam Lab is a single dose of three capsules a day. There's no um, aftertaste, which is why it's so easy for me to take. Saw palmetto, a main ingredient, it helps balance hormones and keeps hair growing only where you want it. So let me tell you what my what my link is so you can go to WellBell. Go to wellbell.com. That's W-E-L-L-B-E-L.com. And you can use my code Jody Sub 10. That's J O D I S U B 10 to save 10%. And Jody 10 to save 10% off a single bottle. So Jody Sub 10 is for the subscription, and Jody 10 is to save 10% off a single bottle. So please check it out. It has changed my hair. It's long. I can't even believe how long it is. It's almost the length that it is right now. And I'm just using the extensions to make it a little bit thicker. So it has been transforming to my hair. So on with the show, you know, I, I'll be honest with you. I, I have a love hate relationship with doing a solo show. There's a part of me that says, Oh, good. I can talk about anything I want. Obviously I have a theme for today's show, but, um, and then there's the other part where I love just talking to other people. So, but today you get just me and we are going to talk about something that happened last week. Last week, my youngest daughter turned 30 and, you know, I, this has been a theme for when I'm away with other people, away with friends, away with my husband. And people are very surprised at how old I am. 
And I really don't like to talk about it, even though I do talk a lot about it on my social platforms because most people think I'm younger than I am. Now, I'm not saying I look 30 or even 40. Let's just go with like in my 50s, okay? I'm 62. And being out with my daughters, a lot of jaws dropped about, oh, you're their mother, oh, you're 62. And my daughters have been hearing this for a long time now. And I looked at my youngest daughter. I said, I I think I'm a friggin' freak show here. And so she said, you kind of are, mom. It's in my, my oldest daughter was talking to some people and she came in and she got me, mom, mom, you've got to come and meet these people. They're, they're really fun. They're really interesting. And they, she, she brings me over and she's like, this is my mom. And they're like, what your mom? this is your mom? Like, how old are you? So I told them that I was 62. And again, their jaws dropped. Now, I don't mean to poo-poo it and say, oh yeah, whatever. It's just, it gets, um, I do. I feel like, I feel like the freak in the show. Yes, I'm 62 years old. And what is, and the next question usually is, I don't believe it. What's your secret? Now, women are a little bit different, um, but I do get it from women, but this is a lot from men. And I think men just aren't as smart as women. Sorry, you guys. But, um, you know, women could look at a, another woman and see the wrinkles and see that I would be my my daughter's mother just because I act like a mom around them. But it's always very interesting. And I, I get a little tired of it because I do. I feel like a freak show. And like I said to my daughter, maybe we should take this on the road because wherever I go, it's the same. It's the same thing all the time. And they then ask me, well, what's your secret? What do you do? And that's really what I want to get into today because age is you know, we've heard this before. Age is a mindset. Age is just a number. Age is irrelevant. Age just doesn't make a difference. And all those things are true. And I truly believe that we do not have an expiration date stamped on our back and there are no limits to what we can do. But now more than ever, because we are living longer, women are pursuing things at a later age and a later stage in life that maybe they wouldn't have done before because the road's wide open and there's a lot of room for 60-year-old women. I'm talking about women. I'm not really talking about the guys, but I am talking about mindset today also for, for women and men. But even in the podcast world, you don't see or hear a lot of women over the age of 60. We're just not out there. It's really immersed and flooded with a lot of millennials. And the people that are older than the millennials, the Gen X and some baby boomers out there, I'm right at the end of the, I was born in 1960. I think it goes from 45 to 63, whatever. But there aren't a lot of female podcasters over the age of 50, 55 out there. So ladies over 60, that road, you know, that road that's wide open and we want to go really fast. Um, We want to run. It's wide open, ladies. I just want to invite you to join me. And so we can take over this road because what we have is a lot of wisdom 
and a lot of life experiences that the 20-year-old do not have. And it blows my mind that I hear women my age and a little bit younger telling me that they're following uh, like a makeup routine from a 20-year-old that they see on TikTok. So there aren't a lot of 20-year-olds on Instagram. There are, but they're mostly on TikTok. And I love TikTok. Like it's one of my favorite platforms ever. It's just, it's very open and free and there's just so much information on there and you can learn so much, but come on, ladies over 55, what are you learning from a 20 year old who's talking about her life experiences? Really? Like she just came out of the womb. Seriously. She's going to give us, or he's going to give us dating advice. She's going to tell us about life experiences and love. Come on. I'm not saying that he or she hasn't fallen in love and has feelings and has heart has had heartbreak, but it doesn't compare to the life experiences of a 45, 55, 60 year old woman or man. It just doesn't compare. So I want you to think a little bit about what you're trying to get out of listening to certain people And are you really learning something from younger people? Because they can learn from you. And I want you to feel empowered with that experience and those experiences. And so that's what I feel that is wide open for all of us to take advantage of right now, because we do have life experiences And when I am the freak show and people ask me how old I am and their jaws drop. And I've had one person guess my age, one person. And I was a little offended, Um, uh, kind of like he nailed it. And he just said, I reminded him of his mom. Like, okay, all right, that's really nice. So, Other than that, nobody's really nailed my age. And that's why I kind of put it out there also, because I don't want people to feel weird about it. I just want to say, look, it's out there. And then I start wondering, like, what do they think is old? You know, do they think if they guess 50? Well, I don't want to tell her that she looks 50. Is that old? Like, how old is old also? But my main focus is in telling you that you you women over 45 and men over 45 you have so much wisdom and so many life experiences to share please don't be shy about getting on these platforms if you want or sharing them secretly with the people that you love who are near and dear to you because the 20 year olds don't have anything on you you got shit on them and there is no comparison whatsoever and like i said we are fit, we are healthy, we are living longer than ever before, which is why social security age keeps getting bumped up higher and higher and higher because we keep living longer, 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 because now everybody is a little bit more educated on health and wellness and fitness versus 30 years ago in the 90s. And I've talked about this so many times when I was working out and I was, well, I still am, was working out and my friends would ask me, why are you working out so much? Why do you have to work out every single day? Why do you eat four or five times a day? What What's with the 
what's with the protein? What's a protein? Nobody knew what a protein was, a starch, a carbohydrate. Nobody knew what a macronutrient was. I knew all this stuff in the 90s. And I'm not saying that, hey, look at me. I was so smart and you didn't know anything. It's not about that. It's just we as human beings have the ability to learn things. And so in taking my my freak show on the road, what it comes down to when people ask me, what is your secret? What is it that you do? What is it that I can do to learn from you? And I think that's why people ask me, what, what's your secret? And I say to them, first of all, the foundation of my being has always been fitness. It has always been going to the gym, moving my body, and then fueling my body with healthy food because we are what we eat. And if you're driving a really nice car and you're putting shit gas in it, it's going to drive like crap. It's not going to perform well. You buy a performance car, let's just say you're buying a Porsche, Porsche, you buy a Porsche and you put shit gas in there, that's a performance car. It's not going to perform well if you put crappy gas and crappy oil and you treat it like shit, right? Same thing if you have, well, if you have a crappy car and you put good gas in it, I guess it's going to perform a little bit better. But let's look at our bodies as a high performance vehicle that we want to keep well-oiled and we want to fuel it correctly. So when we take it out on the road, it performs like the beautiful being it's supposed to perform like. So that's how we treat our bodies. So the fundamental foundation for anybody who is trying to change something in their life, whether it's coming out of a bad relationship or it's trying to get a new job or anything that is in your life that you want to change, you have the ability to change. The wonderful thing about being humans is that we have the ability to change anything that we want to do. And the way we change our body, our mind, our spirituality is with our behavior. Our behavior is driven by our beliefs. So if you don't think that you can transform or change your life, then more than likely you're not going to. So that has to do with, it all starts with the growth mindset. Can I change? How do I change? I need to change my belief. You've heard of limiting beliefs and negative thoughts. All of those things become true until you start taking some action to start changing those things. And the idea in the change is to be realistic and honest about what you can change. So I'll give you an example. You, you're thinking about, well, I'll give you an example of something that I did. Okay. So last year after my mom passed away, I decided that I was going to um, learn how to do Latin dancing. I was going to compete and I was going to become a champion. 
And I haven't done any type of ballroom dancing since I was in seventh and eighth grade. And I'm a dancer. I was ballet dancer. But, you know, ballet and Latin dancing are very different. You know, the the sameness is that you know how to count beats and you understand musicality. If you have no musicality, it's really hard to learn any kind of dance. So I'll be honest with you there in, in the dancing part. So I knew that I could dance, but I didn't know if I could do Latin dancing, rumba, samba, uh, pasa doble, uh, cha-cha, rumba. I think I mentioned that one already. There are five of them. And they're complex, even though mine were very simple. And I thought, okay, this is something that I could do. So you first start with something What is it that I want to do? I, for me, I wanted to learn Latin dancing and then I wanted to compete. I knew that competing would scare the shit out of me and that would put enough fear in me to work my ass off. So for me and for a lot of people, we need deadlines. We need to know, I want to get fit and healthy by this date. And not that you're going to go back and and forget everything that you did, but a goal. Everything's got to start with a starting point and with a goal. And there's got to be a plan in between because you can't can't reach your goal without a plan, right? So my plan was to find an instructor, a professional instructor that is going to teach me how to dance. I was going to have to take lessons. I was going to have to buy special shoes. And I was going to have to show up and I was going to have to make the time. So I did those things because I knew that I could dance. And I knew that this is a possibility of something that I could learn and get really good at. So the goal is in believing in yourself is that you can do anything, anything. You can get good at anything that you want to get good at. But choose the things that make sense. Like I am not going to choose to try to become a pole vaulter. I'm not going to try to become a basketball player. Um, Let's just go to the pole vaulter, for example. I'm five feet tall. I'm not going to be a long distance runner. But I know that I have what it takes, the mind and the body and the movement to become a ballroom dancer or a Latin dancer. So I decided to put the time and the energy into it to be successful. So what I wanted to learn was important to me. So effort equals success, but it's important to choose what you put your effort into because you can't put your effort into a lot of things and be good at a lot of things because then you're putting your energy into everything and it's just not possible to excel at everything. Even the the smartest, most talented people in the world aren't really good at everything. I wouldn't even try to learn how to sing because I have a terrible voice. But dancing is in my wheelhouse, and it's where I wanted to spend 
the time and the energy in getting better at something. But you have to be honest with yourself. So I did that for six months and I did get better every single time because I did three competitions. And the last competition I did, I ended up in first place for my age bracket, which was 60 and over. And it was like beginner or intermediate. I can't remember. And that was very, very, um, it, it was a goal that I wanted to achieve. And I felt very fulfilled by doing it. But what I realized after putting that time and energy into something that I was honest about knowing that I could get good at, I then also realized that I didn't want to do this anymore because I didn't want to put any more time and effort into it because I was never going to become a professional at the age of 61. And when I looked at the other dancers who were 30, 40 years younger than me, 50 years younger than me, yeah, there were like 12, 15-year-old girls dancing. I realized, oh, I needed to start when my mom put me into ballroom dancing at the age of 12 and 13 to become a professional. Now, my goal wasn't to become a professional, but in my mind, I thought I could become really, really, really good, like dancing on the stars, really good. And so in my mind, I was dancing like dancing with the stars good. And I was pretty good. But I didn't want to put any more time and effort into it. But when it came to other things like the gym, like working out, that's where I wanted to spend my time and energy. And I told my my instructor that. I said, I'd rather put my time and effort into other things. And I loved doing what I was doing. So you can get better at anything that you want to do. Just be very aware of how you want to spend your time doing things. And with that, we're going to take a quick break. Come back. I have a lot more tips on changing your mindset and getting to where you want to be. And maybe you'll be that freak show. Be back in a second. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. On Fearlessly Authentic, Jody talks about mental and physical well-being, and the key to both starts with proper nutrition. The Jody Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan was created to help your body feel better. Whether your goal is to lose weight, gain muscle, or just feel lighter and more energetic, following this meal plan can help you get there. The Jody Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan is a 21-day plan to help you learn the most important things about the food we eat and what foods are right for you based on your goals and activity level. The Jody Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan is a real plan for real life. 
This is not a diet, but a change in lifestyle. The plan is simple and easy for you to follow. In the 21-day plan, you will receive meal ideas, snack ideas, a grocery list, and a 21-day journal crucial to your success with inspirational quotes to keep you motivated and keep track of your progress. The key to success is commitment, consistency, and willpower. Be fearless and trust the journey. Go to JodyFit.com to purchase the JodyFit meal plan now and use the promo code podcast to get 25% off. You need to live up to your full potential. You've heard that for years, but now there's a channel to help you get there. Introducing the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Our listeners have told us that they want to be motivated, hear about success stories, and positive encouragement around the clock. And we've responded to you. The Voice America Empowerment Channel is the home of the world's top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success experts. Listen to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's here at voiceamericaempowerment.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Fearlessly Authentic with Jody Harrison Bauer. We'd love to hear from you with any questions or comments you may have. Send an email to info at jodyharrisonbauer.com. That's info at jodyharrisonbauer.com. Now, back to Fearlessly Authentic. Welcome back, everybody, to Fearlessly Authentic. I'm so excited to have you here with me today. We were talking about self-doubting beliefs, me being a little bit of a freak show with my age, and it all comes down to that I'm not anything special. I really am not. I'm not here to talk about how special I am at all. I'm here to say that you can do all of these things also, not that you want to be the freak show. And I'm I'm using that word very um, loosely here today just to have fun with it because I mentioned it to my daughter because it's like, whoa, you're 62. Oh my God, what do you do? So I just want to preface it by saying, this is not anything special to me. It's just that I decided when it came to the ballroom dancing that I was going to be disciplined and committed to doing something to get better at something. And that is how we get better at something. We have the desire. My desire was I want to learn how to do Latin dancing and I want to compete. And then believing in myself or hiring somebody like my dance teacher to help me believe in myself. And that equals the discipline to and the commitment to keep doing it. So it's a desire and a belief in doing the things that are going to help you feel more confident. That equals belief plus desire equals discipline. The discipline and the commitment is going to lead to more confidence. I hope that makes sense. And that's what I talk about when I talk, when I train my clients, when I talk to people who are doubting themselves in where they are in life. And the first thing, one of the first things that I tell them to do is let's hit the gym because I know that is one of the easiest places to start realizing how you can change yourself. You go to the gym and you realize, oh my God, like this is an extraordinary way to transform myself. I'm capable of transformation 
because I've committed to doing this. I'm committing myself to having the discipline of getting to the gym when I need to if my goal is to transform my body. And the reason that I talk about this so often on this show when it comes to almost anything, and you'll any any type of mindset guru that you listen to or you read about will you will never see an unfit, successful person because it starts with the transformation in yourself in that discipline. And you can, and I could tell when I look around a room who's disciplined and who's not, because they're usually fit people because they are, they are respecting the vessel in which they live and how they treat it, how they feed it and how they take care of themselves every single day, because the mind and the body are super connected like that. And as soon as you start committing to transforming your body, you will start transforming your belief in yourself in how you could have more confidence, how you can create things that you've wanted to. It starts with the body. So if none of these things are working for you, go to the gym, get moving. It is just an incredible thing. Once you know, for me, I've been working out since I was 20 years old, but then after college, I, I really went after being at the gym all the time. And then obviously I, you know, I've been training women for 33 years. I competed in fitness shows for 10 years. I became a two-time world bikini champion. And I this was I I started to compete after I got divorced and I realized that this was something that I could get really good at. And it dawned on me that, you know, what I was spending my time doing was not only physically transforming me, it was transforming me spiritually too. Because that spirituality that was growing inside of me was changing the way I looked at myself and what I could accomplish. Because if I could change my body, if I could build muscle and feel powerful and strong in my body, I can do anything. And that's why I talk about it so often. And that's why I tell men and women all the time, if you are stuck, go to the gym, I'll go with you. I'll send you movements. I'll send you exercises. I'll do whatever. I'll send them to a coach. I'll do anything that I need to do. Because once you start moving that body and transforming your body to that healthy, fit body, or you just see the changes in your body, you feel stronger. And that has to do that changes your mindset. And eventually, it's it's that potential that you know that you have inside of you. You went to the gym. You knew that you can do this, or maybe you didn't think that you could do this, but you were consistent. You, you believed in yourself, right? It was the belief and the desire that gave you the discipline, which leads to the confidence. So in going back to the things that I've pursued and the things that I didn't pursue, where I spent my time and my energy, aka effort, was in the things that I knew would lead to me feeling more confident, more successful. So when I decided to compete in fitness shows, 
I didn't do it in my 30s because my ex-husband wouldn't let me. Yes, you heard me correctly. He wouldn't let me do it. Um, one of the ver- the many reasons that we're not together. Um, don't let any man tell you what you can and cannot do. And men, don't let any woman tell you what you can and cannot do. It goes both ways, people. Um, I knew I knew that getting up on, on that stage and competing was going to be transforming for, for me. And it was. And at the age of 49, when I won my two world consecutive shows, that's when I had the confidence to open up Jody Fit. And I was already training clients for all those years prior to that. But that's when I started. That's when I opened up my studio because I had the confidence. I was I was becoming this more confident person. I was confident in every part of my life. So I had gotten rid of all the self-doubt, the negative talk. I looked at things and I said, I could open up a studio. I can be an entrepreneur. We didn't even have that word back in 2009. I could be an entrepreneur. I can be an owner of a business. I can do this because if I can transform my body, if I can get on stage at the age of 49 back in 2009 and win two world bikini shows, then I can do anything because, you know, guys, that was really, really scary. And what I did was I developed a skill set. And that's what I want you to understand here is that I want you to go after the things that you want to do because you can do anything. But you need to just choose the things that you want to do, the things that light you up, because those are all going to learn. Those are all going to lead to a skill set, skill set that you can use to help other people that can take other people through life and help transform their life. For me, I'm always looking for how I could improve on myself, how I can learn another skill set, because I don't want to die knowing that I didn't live up to my full potential. And I think the people that listen to this show understand that potential. They don't want to live a not, they don't want to live a fearful, unauthentic life. They want to live a fearlessly authentic life. They want to live a life filled with purpose and intent They don't want to have negative thoughts and self-doubt. I know that because I created this show because I was always a scaredy cat. So I know those negative thoughts. I know those self-doubts, that that negative talking. I, I was talking to an old friend yesterday, and we were talking about how critical we used to be to ourselves. And, you know, I I feel like um because I've spent a lot of time working with people in the mindset growth area, I have grown a lot and I understand um, a lot about myself and about how to help other people. And sometimes people don't grow at the same rate, right? We're all very, very different. And, you know, I, I heard her and I listened to her in a different way. And I, I, I sent out you know, some advice to her. And that's what I want to be here for you. I, I want you to, if you're stuck, I don't want you to stay where you are. I want you to learn to take the chance on yourself to learn and transform and turn whatever it is that you believe in 
and have the desire to become into a skill set because that skill set will lead to confidence, will lead to success. Because as confident as we become, we get rid of that negative thought process. We get rid of the self-doubt. Are we going to have self-doubt every once in a while? Of course. Before getting on this show today, I thought, oh my God, you know, like I have to talk for an hour. What am I going to talk about? Do I have enough information to share with you for you to learn something from this show today. And I wanted to start it off with the freak show thing, just to give you a little bit of a laugh, because going back to that freak show thing and telling you that I'm not any more special than the next person, there's nothing special about me. I just took a belief and a desire and turned it into discipline and commitment, which turned into confidence and success, right? And I learned quickly, most of the time, where I wanted to spend my time and energy. And an old, old friend a million years ago, like over 20 years ago, said to me that he used to tell his children effort equals success. And I remember thinking, Effort equals success. Effort equals success. If you don't put the effort into something, you're not going to succeed. If you put the effort into into something, you are going to succeed. It may not be what you thought you were putting your effort into, but something is going to become successful out of that. You're either going to learn that what you're putting your effort into is not bringing you the success, so that's the success of it. Or what you are exactly doing is going to bring you success. So many times we turn our wheels and we think, we think, we think, we think, we think we get, we need to do those things. But what it's doing is bringing you to another place where you go, oh, oh, that was it. I've applied to a million jobs and none of them are working out for me. But this other little thing in the back of my mind that I'm kind of scared to do, that I don't really think that I should be doing. You're like, uh, uh, maybe it's that. Maybe it's that crazy idea I had that everybody told me I shouldn't do. But I, I knew, I believed. You start believing in yourself. You start writing things down. You start putting your time and energy into it. And guess what happens, guys? It starts it starts to become the thing that you want it to because that's what you're working on to really get good at. So as human beings, we can get good at anything. It just has to be the things that make sense to work on. When I was in college, I was a communications major. This is, I went to college in 1979. And there was a girl that I was friends with. I went to a women's college. There was a girl that I was friends with and she was tall. She was like from the Midwest. She was really, really smart. She was really athletic and I just really admired her. And we were like in a few classes together, but she was a physical therapy major and it was a six-year program at the school that I went to. and. I thought, you know what? I want to be a physical therapist. 
And I was always like fit. And, you know, as a cheerleader, I was a dancer and that didn't really dawn on me at the time, but like, I I wanted to become a physical therapist. I wasn't good at math. I wasn't good at science. Like I almost failed chemistry and math was definitely not my thing. So I remember talking to my parents about it because now it's, it's not a four-year program. It's a six-year program. And my dad said to me, I'll remember this for the rest of my life. He said, you know, Jody, you're not good at science or math. Like, why don't you just stick to communications? And I remember up until like just a few days ago, how much that still bothered me because I wouldn't have said that to my daughters. I would have said, oh, you want to become a rocket science sci- scientist? Uh, mm, okay. Okay, we'll back you on that. But knowing that she probably wasn't didn't have the skill set and was going back to what I've been talking about, was she going to spend the time and the energy and have the belief and the desire and the discipline to become a rocket scientist? Okay. So what my dad was probably trying to tell me in the most simplest form is, Jody, look, this is going to be really, really hard for you. Math and science do not come naturally to you. And you are really creative and you are, uh, I, I mean, I, I, I guess I am creative. People have told me I'm creative. That's like, see, that's a self-doubting belief. I don't really think I'm creative, but I guess I create content. So anyway, um, so at the time, and like I said, up until a couple of days ago, I it still really bothered me that he was like, no, because I thought, damn, I should have become a physical therapist. And I am in a business where, you know, it's fitness and health and wellness and so on. But what he was trying to say to me was what I just said. Are you going to spend the time and the effort and the energy on becoming really good at math and science? Something that doesn't come naturally to you, like me wanting to become a pole vaulter, like me wanting to become a singer. Can't think of something else. I don't know, but there are a lot of things that I'm not good at, and I just can't think of what it is. Um, and he was right, but he just didn't say it that way, right? Because we just didn't communicate that way. And my dad was a very loving person, so I'm not saying anything negative about him. But that's what he was trying to say to me is, are you going to put the time and the effort into it? So when I decided to become a fitness competitor, that is where I put my time and my energy. And that's why I was successful at it because I put the effort into it. I had the desire and the belief to get really, really good at something. So if you are looking to get really good at something to the point where you are going to be your own freak show, go ahead and do it. But be really, really honest with yourself about what it is that you want to do and what really, really lights you up. If it doesn't really light you up, then don't do it. So I realized after six months that I couldn't really go any farther in the Latin dancing. I came in third, I came in second, I came in first. Now, what are you going to do with it, Jode? What are you going to do with that? Mm, Nothing. I'm going to say that I did it because I had the belief and the desire, which led to the discipline which led eventually to the confidence. I was always terrified when I went on that stage with him. And then I was successful at it. So I kind of just checked that off and didn't want to take it any farther. I wanted to spend more time in the gym lifting weights 
doing that instead because that's what I really, really loved. And that's where I found my true transformative person. So discipline is born out of desire to have this thing coupled with the belief that you can really get there, right? So you have to have, again, the desire and the belief to have the discipline. Please, please remember that. If you have big dreams, I'm not here to squash them. I'm just saying be realistic about the dreams because you can be good at everything that you want to do. But maybe you want to squeeze it in a little bit more and get really, really honest about what it is that you know you can get good at. And the last thing that I want to say as I'm closing up the show a little bit is in talking about going to the gym and transforming your body, which is the first step for anybody stuck. Do you hear me? It is the first step for anybody who is stuck in any place in their life. Go to the damn gym. Get out there and walk. Lift weights. And ladies, please, there are studies shown all over now more than ever that ladies, you need to lift weights. I've been saying this for 40 years. You are not going to bulk up unless you are taking some kind of hormone or steroid that is going to bulk you up. We are not built that way. You need to help. You need to lift heavy. We need a strong core. We need a strong lower back. You are picking up your 30 and 40 pound toddlers. You are picking up your 60 pound dogs. You are lifting things all day long. Don't pick up those little pink dumbbells that weigh three pounds. Give me a goddamn break. Lift those heavy weights. Get strong, strong enough that you can pick up a damn car and throw it across the road. That's how strong you are when you're trying to do anything when it comes to saving your kids. That's another story. But ladies, I'll leave you with this last note, okay? Go to the gym, find a trainer, get on an app, but lift weight. Throw away those tiny little pink weights. They're really pretty and it is a good place to start if you've never, ever lifted a weight. And it's never, ever too late. Go easy. If you're older, if you're over 55, start easy. But it is never, ever, 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 ever too late. Remember, belief and desire equals discipline. And then you will be that freak show because people are going to ask you why you are so successful, why you are so fit, why you're so strong in your mind and your body. Because you're going to be that freak show that wants to go on the road with me. And it's just a really funny thing. And you're not going to be a freak show. You're going to be a beautiful show of who you are and how you're helping other people in the world. So I want to thank you for listening to the show today. I had a good time. I hope you did too. And until next week, go and live your most fearlessly authentic life. Goodbye, everybody. I'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in this week to Fearlessly Authentic. Please listen again next Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition with your host, Jody Harrison Bauer, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and unlock the keys to a more powerful you.
Become our